0: is the pilot life podcast the show that covers all topics of aviation my name is Ray Maldonado professional pilot and instructor thanks for tuning in and making your choice to become a better pilot in this show we do not only motivate and inspire but give insight to the aviation lifestyle let's get started This week in the flight levels, I'll be breaking down once and for all which iPad and apps you need. Welcome back to the Pilot Life Podcast. Remember, if there's any topics you would like to hear me discuss or talk about, send me an email at thepilotlifepodcast@gmail.com. at gmail.com. The best iPad for pilots. What an iPad did for the aviation industry is really make a name for itself and carved out a specific niche. Without a doubt, the design, the apps, and the user-friendly interface is what sets it apart from the others. Some of us really don't understand how pilots before us did it in the age before iPads. So why have an iPad in the cockpit? EFBs, or otherwise known as electronic flight bags, have brought a new set of specific tools, skills, and really simplicity to the airplane. What an electronic flight bag really is, is a combination of not just one thing. What the EFB really is, is not just one specific iPad all grouped together. It's a series of... Of things. The most important one is the app in which most people get an iPad 4 4Flight. 4Flight revolutionized the aviation community. Might sound a little extreme, and I agree, but once you understand what this tablet does and the amount of information that's all stored in there for the modern pilot, you'll understand. The features that 4Flight has, just a couple of them. Weather planning, weather analysis, flight tracking, flight planning, logbook endorsements, digital logbooks, and that's just to name a few. A question that I used to get asked when I was a flight instructor is, why do pilots only use Apple iPads? Why don't people and more pilots use Android tablets? The reason why Android tablets aren't more commonly used as an EFB is because ForeFlight is not compatible with Android. ForeFlight is only Apple compatible. Why is it made like that? I'm not really sure. It probably has to do with the software. But then again, that's not to say that you can't use an Android tablet. You just can't use ForeFlight on there. That's the only difference. For Android, there are a few options out there. Garmin Pilot, FlyQ, and Flightplan Go. Those are three that I have personally used myself, and I can confidently say none of them compare to ForeFlight. Their capabilities are nowhere near what it can do. But it is a good substitute. If for whatever reason, you don't have an Apple iPad and you don't have ForeFlight, there is a substitute for it. From all the choices of iPads out there, which is the right one, and how do you know which one to pick? The answer isn't as easy as you think. Between the iPad Pro, iPad Air, and iPad Mini, there are many options out there, and they give you a lot to think about. Even before you start considering which iPad, think of two things first. What kind of memory capacity are you looking for? and whether or not you want it to be Wi-Fi only or cellular and Wi-Fi. Because those two options right there make a significant price difference. Having a cellular function on your iPad truly is nice. It makes you as a pilot not dependent on being near a building for Wi-Fi. You could be outside, pre-fighting the airplane, in the middle of the ramp, and you're still able to pull your latest weather information or you're just checking some notums at an airport because, you know, something is about to change. So you could be out there totally independent from the Wi-Fi system. And it is great. Next thing is storage. I think most of us have been there with an iPhone that we see the notorious message, storage almost full. That pop-up that comes up. It's pesty storage almost full tells you right away crap I gotta go free up some space in my phone right and you get the same thing on an iPad now when you're out there flying that's honestly the last thing you want to see when you're trying to download your latest charts or approach plates so consider what size is best for you now there are several storage capacities that Apple's offer it's a 64 gig 256 gig and I believe now they have a 1 or 2 terabytes as well. Huge amount of storage for whatever you need you can keep it on there. So just keep in mind that whichever one you pick will have a price difference the more storage that you have, right? And the more information, the more documents and the more approach plates in root charts that you have the more space you will need. Okay, so like to have the latest charts, maybe a AFM or a POH to a couple different airplanes, it will take up some space. So recommend looking for the one that will fit your needs best. It's safe to say that whichever iPad you pick will work just fine. That's the way that they are made. There is not a bad choice out there, but I will say some are better, much better than others. For the pilot that will only fly GA in small aircraft, the small storage capacity of 64 gigs will do just fine. If you're just staying local in the state or maybe even just to around the surrounding ones that border your state, there'll be plenty for you. Now, unless you fly all over the country, like say Florida, California, or Texas, going up to Washington and vice versa, There's a lot of different in route charts, approach plates that you will need. So the capacity you'll need will be a little bit bigger. The size of the iPad screen is really up to the pilot and whatever they feel comfortable with. The mini does work best in smaller airplanes and that's why it is a popular favorite. But the 10.9 and the 10.2 work just as fine. That's honestly what I had throughout all my flight training. I did not touch an iPad mini up until I had my first jet job actually. As for the cellular and the Wi-Fi, I recommend that if you are a VFR pilot, Wi-Fi will be just fine. If you're an IFR rated pilot, spend the little extra bit of cash to get yourself one that is cellular and Wi-Fi compatible. You'll see that when you're out there filing in the middle of nowhere, it'll really help you to have that cellular function on your iPad. And finally, if you're a brand new pilot getting into aviation, it is not a bad idea to get a head start and a jump on which iPad to choose before training. But I would strongly recommend consult with your instructor. At first, the first couple lessons that you are in the airplane with, maybe don't have it with you. Introduce the iPad a little bit further into your training, toward your check ride and your cross-country stuff. Now, again, that's just my recommendation. Please consult with your flight instructor first and see what their opinion is on the topic. If it was up to me, all brand new pilots, VFR pilots would use paper charts to begin with. And then getting closer to your check ride and your cross country, you can start introducing the iPad. The biggest key there is you just don't want to be dependent on it. That's really what it is. Nothing wrong with learning the old-fashioned way and having appreciation for how things used to work. Now, for the instrument-rated pilot, it is an absolute must. You need an iPad and you need ForeFlight. No doubt about it. I ask you guys, what are your thoughts on the iPads? Do you think they're a necessity from day one? Or have you seen it is best introduced a little bit later on in training? Let me know your thoughts and send me an email at thepilotlivepodcast at gmail.com. And that goes for any questions that you guys might have. Go ahead, send me an email. I'll answer you guys back right away. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram and TikTok. And I'll talk to you guys on the next one.